Today is the 10th of May, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, you can download our Walking the Way prayer book. You can also download the script for today. Links are all in the episode notes down below. And if you'd like to know more about the podcast or if you'd like to support the podcast, and we really would appreciate it if you would support the podcast, then links are in the episode notes down below. But we always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Loving Father, our God in heaven, bless those who have become united in their hope in you and in their expectation of your help. Bless your word within them. Give them your Holy Spirit to restore life and gladness to their hearts, even in grief and in suffering. Lord, let there be signs seen everywhere that you help them and that you give them the strength that they can rely on. For we know that you help them in all circumstances, every day, every year, always near. And for this we thank you and we give you praise. Amen. Luke 8, verse 45. Who touched me? Jesus asked. This is the question that Jesus asked when a woman comes through the crowd who'd been bleeding for 20 years, touches his robes, and is healed. And the story of the woman who is healed from bleeding is an amazing story on all sorts of levels. But I think that the nuance of the story is lost in the big cultural divide between the culture of Jesus' time and our so-called postmodern inclusive world that we live in today. And the nuance is this, is that this woman, through no fault of her own, was an outcast in her own society, and then Jesus heals her and makes her acceptable again. He restores her to full health, but that also included her place amongst her family and her friends. But I wonder what would have happened if she hadn't been honest and come forward admitting to Jesus that it was her that touched his clothes. And it got me thinking about some of the difficult questions that Jesus sometimes asks of us. What are the times when Jesus has asked you to be honest about something or has challenged you in a certain way of thinking or acting? How have you responded? Now, there is a strange parallel between Jesus healing the woman and the account of Jesus healing ten lepers, but only one coming back to say thank you to him. And I think the parallel here is how we respond to Jesus. I believe the woman admitted to touching Jesus' cloak out of respect and love for him for what she'd done, what she'd experienced. And the same is with the leper that came back. So when Jesus touches us and restores us and then asks difficult questions of us, do we respond from a place of love? Do we respond from a place of obligation? Or do we just simply ignore the question and carry on happy that Jesus has touched us? without recognizing the importance of what God has done for us. And we're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God 
and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Luke 8. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, we read these words of Luke, and we ask that you speak to us through them. May we approach it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Luke 8. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path that was trampled on, and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. 
Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop, a hundred times more than what was sown. When he had said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to others, I speak in parables so that, though seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the paths are the one who hear it, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in time of testing they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. The seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering produce a crop. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar, or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have will be taken from them. Now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. He replied, My mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up, rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where is your faith? he asked his disciples. In fear and amazement they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. They sailed to the region of Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot, and kept under guard, he had broken his chains, and been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. 
When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who'd seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. A man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house because his only daughter, a girl of twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Jesus said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she touched him, and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John and James and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She's not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give some time to think about some of those bits of scriptures that may have just caught our attention, some of those amazing words of Luke. And then after the music, as always, we're going to pray.
our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer handbook is for the young people in our local towns. So let's lift up the young people before God, shall we? Heavenly Father, we pray for this new generation, the young men and women of today. Shine your truth into their hearts. May they hear you in music, see you in art, and experience you through the love and care of family, friends, and teachers. Lord, build your hope into their lives. May they sense this hope rising in their hearts as they encounter the power of nature, the majesty of the oceans, and the beauty of creation. Lord, come sow your wisdom into their minds. May they discover your truth as they read their Bibles, discuss deeper issues of life or encounter hardships or difficulties. Come weave your love into their dreams. May they find vision in their interests, opportunities for their talents and aspirations for their abilities. But Lord, most of all, we ask that this new generation of men and women know you. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.